and you're listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavour matter. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman and I'm about all the food all the time. And speaking about all the food all the time, I'm right here live in Gomeglut Woodmere. I'm so excited to be here. So uh, thank you so much, Gomeglut, for having us here. Uh, once again, we are uh, with Gomeglat in their brand new location and we are going to have an incredible show of summertime barbecues. We're going to have a brilliant barbecue session. So tune in for the next one and a half hours. It is a supersized edition of Table for Two. So I just want to continue along with our summer plans. We have had an incredible last couple of weeks off the air. I missed engaging with everybody but I really appreciate everyone uh, tuning in every week and listening to some of the archive shows and you know we're always on nachamsegal.com or on the archives or on your app uh, or on our YouTube channel but I want to announce the winner from the last show before uh, the last couple of shows before we I kind of went on the uh, wedding hiatus um, we had a raffle we had Rachel Schindler and Yitty Danzinger from FYI magazine and we had the most responses to any single raffle that we have had. So there were like uh, hundreds of emails that came in and we have two winners from um, the show today. So I'd like to announce that Esty Miller, you have won a free year subscription to FYI magazine. And the winner of Dr. Rachel Schindler, you get a free week's worth of meals and a dietary plan made with, in person, made with Dr. Rachel Schindler, Bina Illowitz. So congratulations to those two. CK, we forgot our drum roll. <laughs> we're not in the studio because we're in Gourmet Glad and we didn't have our drum roll. So um, we have an incredible show. Congratulations to those two people. People are lining up here. I just want a big shout out and a hello to all our audiences, to everyone that has come today to, to be here. It is a very hot day. Inside Gourmet Glad is beautiful air conditioning where you can shop. Like uh, you always have to bring a sweater sometimes in the middle of the winter because it gets super cold in there because every Everything is so fresh, they keep it at the right temperature all the time. We have a lineup like we've never had before. We have giveaways and prizes. So everybody in the audience that is here right now, that means all of you guys could be eligible, will be eligible to win one of these prizes, that barbecue. We are going to be grilling that barbecue. You could take that home. Can we give a pan on that? That's Mendy Hers. Right there, give a sh wave, Mendy. Mendy and I are going to be grilling. That barbecue could be going home with you today. Thank you to Jay and Sandy Taub from AHC for donating this gorgeous grill. And we're going to be talking to Sandy right after we do some grilling with Mendy. And her marketing director, Jessica Recco, thank you so much for being here today as well and supporting Table for Two as you always have along with Gourmet Glut. Okay, so um, just want to name some of these prizes. Marzipan Bakery, actually going to be talking with Dahlia Schwab, uh, representing the Marzipan Bakery. We've got some Rogelach to give away. A six-month subscription to Bacher Magazine. That's worth over $150. Um, Abel's and Hyman, a selection of meats. Pere Gourmet Spices, a natural and kosher cheese basket. A $50 gift certificate to Gourmet Glad itself. Some wine from Royal Wine Corp. This barbecue and a cookbook by uh, the Celebrate Cookbook by the amazing, wonderfully talented, dear good friend of mine, Elizabeth Kurtz. So why not make sure everyone in the audience finds Yoni, 
Yoni is right over there next to our blue tent. He's our network coordinator. And he's, he's taking everyone's names down and uh, you could be in the raffle to win those awesome prizes. Okay, we are going to have some great times today, as I mentioned. Um, you know, when I was putting the show together with, Mendy, uh, with Howie and Mendy and then I, we met with Sandy and Jamie, I really wanted to up the ante. I was talking to Nachum Siegel this morning uh, on JM and the AM. And we were talking about how, how we try to come up with really good ideas. And every time we try to up the ante, and I said, it's summertime, it's barbecue, it's great weather. And today is the perfect, there's not a cloud in the sky. It's, it's actually kind of super hot. So we are having uh, a beautiful day. And I thought, you know, it will be a great show to do some grill. And, and everything you need for your barbecue is available at Gourmet Glut. The only thing that I, I bought from my house or was some props that I, I got for our barbecue table. And I want to show you how to set a beautiful barbecue table, which we're going to talk about uh, in, the, in a couple of minutes. So, Mendy, uh, do you think we're ready? We're firing up that grill right now as we speak, and we're going to get it nice and hot. So we're going to be uh, interviewing. Uh, okay, over there, have we got uh, Sandy? While we get it nice and hot and going, he's firing up that grill so it's fresh. Sandy, come around. She's got her AHC apron on. Hi, darling. I do. Hi there. How's it going? It's good. Big kiss. It's always, Mwah. it's always wonderful to be with you, Naomi. Thank you so much for coming. And again, I've thanked you like a thousand times, but and here's another thousand. Really, thank you for always. From the beginning, in the first season of Table for Two, you, you were like our first group of sponsors. So see that train? Do you hear the train? That is customers coming from all around Long Island to this gourmet glut. They are coming from everywhere. Who does not want to be here? This is a kosher shopping destination, right? You come to Cedarhurst, you go to AHC, you can get off at the Cedarhurst station. You want to go, or the other gourmet club. At the you, Cedarhurst station. At the Cedarhurst station. Absolutely. But you want to come to the Woodmere station, you just, depends which direction you're coming from, I guess. <laughs> you would get off at the Woodmere station. It's so convenient, isn't it? Great oh, it having is. Here? It's wonderful, it's wonderful. I've been shopping in gourmet club almost 30 years, as long as Gourmet Glot has been in the community, obviously at the Cedarhurst location, now at the Woodmere location, which is right near my home. This is great. I know, for the people I kind of like on, on, you know, if you don't know the five towns, the people I kind of like on this side of, of uh, the five towns, it's, it's absolutely fantastic, the Woodmere side, so we're really excited to have it here. But I like there's also free parking. I, I got, I hope my husband's not watching, but I got like some parking tickets this week. I'm sure he is watching. Of course he is. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's free parking here all the time. So that's like... It's wonderful. And they have everything. I mean, I buy every single one of my ingredients at Gourmet Glot. As a matter of fact, customers who purchase my the barbecues from my store, I have a wonderful recipe. All the ingredients come from Gourmet Glot. Right. It's great. It's, it's so perfect. And it's we're going to see everything we're using today is from the store, including our table settings as well. So yes. let's talk a little bit about barbecuing because, you know... Tis the season that we get That's that right. we that we are barbecue. Um, but let's talk about before we do that. AHC. How yes. long have you been around? So we've been in business. The family have been in business since 1967. We've been here in Cedarhurst. We're going on 20 years. Wow. Where yep. were you before? We were in Manhattan. Oh and really? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then we came to the community. Jay and I moved to the community 32 years ago. And shortly after that, we opened up our store. Very, very happy with the business that we're doing in the community. Appreciate the support that the community has given us. 
And, um, you know, I, yeah. I love that. Let's talk about supporting your community. We, we were talking about the essay, whether it's your CSA farms, buying local vegetables yeah. or yes. local wine, shop local, whether it's your groceries or your... Um, or your appliances. Or your appliances. We're here for you. Come to, go- to, come to AHC. Buy, they have small... Small appliances. We have small now appliances. Too. We have large appliances. We have barbecues. We have televisions. Pretty much anything to suit your home needs. Okay, that's fantastic. So it's like a one-stop shop. Go make yes. light and AHC. All rolls up into one package. There I love go. it. Okay, so let's talk about the actual barbecue itself. Okay, so the, the barbecue that we have here is a three-burner barbecue. Um, this is typically the size barbecue that most families are purchasing today. Um, it has a stainless steel grates. Some of the barbecues have stainless grates and stainless steel flavorizer bars. There are a lot of different varieties that you can purchase. I am a fan of barbecues with stainless grates and flavorizer bars. Oh, I have yep. a question for you. I'm really sure. sorry to interrupt. What's sure. a flavorizer bar? Because I can hear everyone saying, what's a flavorizer bar? Okay, what? so years ago, you used to get the flavor in your barbecue from those little charcoal bits. Most right. barbecues today no longer offer that. Some of them do. It's not the healthiest way to cook. Those, those you know, pick up and go barbecues, they typically have those charcoal flavors but the better barbecues today will give you the flavorizer bars and that's where your flavor is coming from every time you barbecue the flavor that you're putting into your foods is retained in that flavorizer bars obviously it's clean as long as you clean your barbecue and it's retained in there and that's what keeps coming out in your in the next cooking that you do it's kind of like cast iron cooking with the flavors of the meal before retained exactly exactly and it's a much healthier way of barbecuing I had no idea this existed. Oh, yes. yes Do I need to get a new barbecue now? There you go. I, I need a new barbecue. I love that, the flavorizing. It's great. It's wonderful. Wheels. Do they look stainless steel? They're they're either stainless steel or they're porcelain. I prefer the stainless because they endure better. They're yeah, easier I love to stainless. clean. Yeah, stainless with anything is just much easier to clean, much easier to last, just better to maintain. Huh? Good to know. And yeah. I'm sure everyone in the audience right here and the parking lot is filling up. A big hello to everyone that is here. Look how many people have come, Sandy. There you go. Look at that. All the Facebook group hosts are here and, and uh, well, all our friends. hoping to win this beautiful new barbecue. Oh, we have amazing prizes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are just arrived, please go over to our Yoni, our uh, project coordinator for today. Um, he's from our network and you give him your name and your phone number and you'll get to be in the prize for these amazing prices that we have, including that grill, which we are firing up now. You can yes, start you to smell, it's oh going. Oh my gosh, it's going. oh my gosh. It's rare that I like to eat meat on in the morning, especially on a Friday morning, but this smells absolutely delicious. You know what I say about eating meat in the morning? I have no problem because Gourmet Glart sells <laughs> almond milk or soy milk so I can have my iced coffee even after I'm flashy. We can have our hot dogs or our steak and then we can have a cup of coffee with almond milk. That's right. Okay, so talk to me about, let's talk about maintaining because people don't realize, you know, maintaining yes. your equipment, whether it's your washer dryer or your barbecue, maintaining your equipment Is or your house or yes. your car yes your like, equi- your yes. like anything equipment. else it's extremely important now maintaining a barbecue is so simple the first thing that you want to do is that when the barbecue when you're finished with your barbecuing put your lid down let all the grease and smoke just smoke out that smoke just don't stand near the smoke but yeah. that smoke is not bad for you and then 
give it about 15-20 minutes and then you're going to lift the lid and we have this wonderful wonderful barbecue cleaner it's called the Grill Daddy. A Very grill simple. Daddy. I brought one here with me today. It's oh. a little ratty because it's mine and I <laughs> have to bring the ratty one only because I ran out of them so I have mine with me. Oh okay. Do, it's it looks like a vacuum cleaner. It does. It's a simple contraption. You just put some water inside of it. Yeah come a little closer. There come cuddle with me. So you just. Yeah we're just moving Sandy over. There you go. Here. So you just put a little water inside of it. It's very simple. Water inside of it, close it, put it into the on position, and then you just put the um talking to the, the oh there you go. And <laughs> then you just you just ride it across the top of the grates, clean it, and you will literally see your grates come back to life. The day that you bought the grates, if they were stainless or porcelain, you will see that original coating on it after you've cleaned it with uh, I must get then, myself one oh, of you these. You have to, you have to. They're okay. wonderful and they're not expensive. Um, the other thing is, is that once the grill cools down, it's extremely important to cover your barbecue. Don't really? cover it when it's hot because you will burn your cover. Uh, I did. My, I burnt my cover. Uh, I hear that I need a new time. one, Sandy. I've got to come right by there. later. Okay, you have to. Very easy. Cover it and very important to keep it covered. The other thing that people don't realize is that you really should have your barbecue professionally maintained once a year, once every other year. Oh, really? Because what happens is, is that little spiders crawl into it. Oh, it sounds yucky, yucky, but it's not dangerous. So they crawl into the burners, and as they spin their webs, the whatever substance it is to the web clogs up the burners, and that's what causes your burners not to work. So have somebody come in professionally, as I said, once every year, once every other year. They blow out the, the burners for you, and then they work perfectly. Your barbecue can technically last you 15 to 20 years if it's well-maintained. Okay, so I need to buy the following. The Grill Daddy. The Grill Daddy and a new cover. And a new cover. Extremely yeah. important. Extremely important. Okay, yes. I'm going to be doing that because my husband is always saying, why is the barbecue covered? <laughs> and he's just arrived here in the parking lot. Um, yes. Yes. So, so, and I, then I the think everyone. Thing, and wait, can yes. I buy those grill flavors? I'm, I'm harping on that because I just love that idea. So, the flavorizer bars, the, depending on your barbecue. I, I have a Weber. Okay, so if you have a Weber, depending on your barbecue, um, you would probably have to contact them, and I can get you the telephone number. You'd have to contact them directly. Do everything for you. Yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. And then you can just purchase it. It just has to match your model and serial number. Okay. Because they do change. Sizes are different. Model numbers are different from year to year. Okay. But there are a lot of be doing that. other barbecue accessories that you can get. They have corn holders for your barbecue, vegetable bins, um, special grilling baskets, fish baskets, and speaking of flavor, they also have flavor chips. Now, there are a lot of barbecues that are out there, mostly it's in the professional series, that have a section, a little compartment that you can put your flavor chips inside of there. Hickory, smoked, whatever you like. I've heard those like. little woody things. Yeah. So those I'm little so afraid of those. Oh, don't be afraid. And all you have to do, in, in regardless of what barbecue, take a little bit of foil or a little tin, put it inside of there, cover it, put it by where the burners are, and you can cook away and enhance the flavor of your food. I love that. I'm it's great. I'm, you know, it's great. What we do is called, I've learned the technical terms. I have quite a lot of friends who barbecue. I'm just going to give a shout out to Bosch who just showed up here and Isaac Lazerson. They are um, master grillers, uh, master barbecuers. Yes. Apparently what we do is called grilling because we are using a grill and what the, the, the guys do with the smokers, that's apparently called barbecuing. Yes. Yes. So it's a Weber grill mm -hmm. over here right. as opposed to a barbecue, right? Correct. I've Correct. learned all this stuff. But you know what? You know the joke, I'm here 25 years and everyone still says to me, throw a shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> so I just <laughs> call it a barbie no, no matter what.
but there there are different ways. I mean, it's true. Most of us will just do barbecuing per se, but the real masters will do true grilling. Now, speaking of true grilling, there is something else that I want to mention. Yeah. Um, it's not a feature on this barbecue, but a lot of barbecues will have searing, and what that searing will do, as the grilling masters will tell you, is it will char the outside of your food, yet keep the inside of the food very, very moist. And you're going to do that for like a thick piece of meat, a steak, a hamburger. That's where you like it really crisp on the outside, but a little moister or, or say like medium rare on the inside. Uh, medium Great rare. Feature. You just you Great just made me melt at medium uh, rare. I know. That's that's the way that your food should be. Your barbecue food should be cooked. We've got Mendy. Look at all those uh -huh. steaks that are over there, and we've got um, Ooh, Mendy's going to do vegetables. You know, not everybody. We've got a lot of vegans in the kosher community now, mm -hmm. and a lot of vegetarians. And you can do so much on the barbecue. Fish on a barbecue is, is outrageous. Divine. I've done fish on the barbecue. Yes. In fact, if any of you saw my. Facebook feed, I went fishing this week I and I saw. spent the first 10 minutes being happy and the next three and a half hours feeling really queasy. But we did catch some amazing bass. So I think it was black bass. Um, Shlomo Klein told me it was black bass mm -hmm. from Joy of Kosher and, and I actually cooked that up um, at home. But you can put that on a grill. You can put whole fish on a grill. And I think you can sell fish. Do you sell fish grills? We sell, there is an accessory that you can put your fish inside of so that it will hold the fish. And I've, I, I personally have never used it, but I've had customers that have used it and they love it. They said it keeps the fish intact. Great for cooking fish. Right. So Wonderful and, and, for and cooking vegetables. Fish. We're going to be doing some veggies. Mandy's already got some veggies on the grill. Ooh, that so uh, great. That looks I'm, delicious. We're going to be eating this. Oh, I'm like yummy. so excited. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I, I think he's marinated yeah. some stuff. And we've got some, you know, Abel's and Hyman. Of course. They were sponsors for the last two years. So thank you, Seth Levitt. Yes. And they actually um, gave a basket. So ladies and gentlemen in the audience that you're watching, make sure you sign up to be in the raffle. You could win some Abel's and Hyman product. Salami on the grill is divine. Oh. Seth taught me that. Rub some duck yeah. sauce or barbecue and duck sauce together divine they have beer flavored hot dogs they have regular flavored hot dogs they have no nitrate hot dogs they have turkey hot dogs you name it they have it we're going to be grilling some up as well today and giving some away to the people in the audience so we are so excited for that um and then i said look at that steak there's a massive steak oh, that's mendy's so about that to grill steak would be incredible on a searing burner it would be absolutely amazing as i said the outside of that steak would take so crisp my family prefers my barbecue food to going out to a restaurant. Yeah, and we absolutely. have tried every restaurant, not to knock any restaurants. We have some <laughs> wonderful kosher restaurants. But the steak that you're going to make on your own barbecue, if you know what you're doing, if you just time it right, that's the other thing. You want to make sure that you're putting your food on for the right amount of time. Sometimes you should grill covered. Sometimes you should grill uncovered. Obviously, it depends on, on the food that you're cooking and your recipe. But I am more than happy to share my tips. Customers come into my store. I give them, I love giving them my, as a matter of fact, I'm printing them and I will be giving them out on my store. And I am going to share this delicious recipe with you. Sadie, thank you so much. My and let's get that recipe on your Facebook page. I will have it on my Facebook page and everybody can grill their ribs for the Shabbos. So let's go over. Let's go check out those ribs. Thank you, Sandy. Thank, thank you, AHC. Thank you. thank you, Jay, for everything for today's show. And stick around. I'm actually going on what they call an Australian walkabout. We're taking table for two from the table to the Barbie. Hello, Mendy. Hey, how are you? Hello, on. chefs. All the chefs have come down here this morning. 
Hello, Chef. How are you now? We had a little uh, start-up and everything's going great over here. Thank God, yeah. Okay, Mandy has a whole theory about barbecues. You don't just throw everything on and then throw it on the table. Mandy, talk to us about your theory about barbecuing. My theory It's actually barbecuing. hot. I just want <laughs> you to know. It's over. Can I get a temperature? It's, what is it, 90 degrees right now? In the high 80s? And Mandy's standing over a grill. That's a very hot. So we're just going to... You know, spits away together. Well, what I try to do with a grill is, uh, when I'm grilling, is I, I like to sit down with my family or friends when I'm actually eating after a barbecue. Oh, wait. So you don't want to hang back while your, all your family has fun over there gabbing. So, so I try to avoid going back and forth during the meal. If I call a barbecue for five, I like to have all the food presented at five. Okay, but doesn't it get cold or burnt? It, well, we try to avoid that. So How do we do that? It's timing. Okay. You have to space the things that you can cook earlier and keep on the grill, like a hot dog that's not really going to dry out. Like keep your steaks to the end, your burgers to the end, because they'll dry out even if you keep them on top. If they're on top for a half hour, they'll dry out. So I always try to do things that start with vegetables and just keep them warm in a pan on top. Start with hot dogs and, you know, like give them a sear, but not that they're crispy all the way, then roll them on top of the grill in this area. And, uh, okay, so this has a two-step. So I actually got rid of my step when I first got my barbecue, but I believe that's a mistake. Right, you kind of like, this is your warming drawer, Th That's right? like my warming drawer and things that I want to keep warm. Like steaks, I always do at the end. Chicken, dark meat, I could do a little earlier because it has a little more moisture, it retains it so I can keep it up while it's already cooked. It's not really going to dry out. White meat, chicken, I try to do at the end. Steaks, I try to always reverse sear them actually, where I put them on low for the entire time. I'll keep them on the side and I'll keep one burner off. And then at the end, I'll either use the sear grill, the sear plate, or I'll just jack up the grill as high as it goes and then sear them. So it's actually the reverse of what we are used to. You can actually see some reverse searing um, uh, preparation on some YouTube channels. That's where I first found out about it. Actually, I think you sent me a link at one point. Yeah. Um, so reversing is a very cool technique. So we've got on the grill now some... Oh, look at those lovely grill marks on yellow zucchini. I don't know if we can get a, a pan in on that. Um, oh, my God, those onions. They look divine. And the veggies. We've got red and yellow peppers, green and yellow zucchinis. Squash is in right now, baby. It is in. Go and eat all your seasonal vegetables. But this is in right now. We've got that red onions and we've got some... Abels and Hyman, big, fat, plump hot dogs. I love to have them with ketchup or mustard, whatever people like. Are you a ketchup or a mustard guy? I am a mustard guy. Mustard guy. That's so American. Well, I think the Abels ketchup. and Hyman's hot dogs, the, they have a 16-pack. They're slightly thicker, and they are worth the peeling time it takes. Why, why are they peeled? The you know, I've, I've got to ask Seth that. I know, they, put them in a, they put them in a plastic. A lot of companies uh, don't in kosher anymore, but I just find that they're a plumper, more juicy hot dog. So they're worth, they're worth the extra few seconds to peel them. Yeah. Well worth it. That looks great. Hot dog buns. You know, hot dog buns in Australia are different than hot dog buns in America. I like the, the American top. ones better. Yeah, the split top. You open it, you put it in, yum. Those light, fluffy, and yummy, delicious, fattening. I don't know. They're just not the same. They're like more like a bun as opposed to a hot dog bun, like a bread roll bun. Um, okay. So we're taking off our, our veggies. And are I'll they just chic? Are they fleshig? Uh, ask your local rabbi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would do them Because he touched fleshig. the tongs. Okay. <laughs> so we're putting our veggies up here. 
And now we've got our hot dogs down here. Can I do anything to assist you, Mendy? Uh, I think we're covered right now. Now, okay. you notice, now, what's up, I, I actually learned this from an Argentinian chef when I, working in a, when I was working in a grill house, in a, in a steakhouse. Yeah? He always puts, I'm, I'm, I'm a stickler about it. Okay. I like to maximize the room on my grill. Now, when you just put stuff haphazardly, you end up with not enough space. Right, right. I always like to put my hot dogs on the grates as such, running along the grates. Oh, because I usually do mine and across. I you see how everyone, can we get it? And, and I just roll them a quarter turn, one, one slot every time. And by the end, four turns, you're done. And I just find it simpler. That's awesome. It's just a little thing I do. I, 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 I'm not sure how important it is. But He's it's a good griller. Okay. All right. And then he's moving them up, making up some space. Okay. So we'll, we'll throw a couple more hot dogs on. Some more hot dogs. Now Who's having hot dogs this morning? With me. Woo! Bosch and Isaac. If Melinda Melinda Strauss, a big uh, a guest on the show all the time from kitchen-tester.com. Uh, she is going to be uh, trying some hot dogs with us. And remember, there's almond milk afterwards right in there in the beautiful air-conditioned store. So, uh, oh, my God. Now. Can we just talk about the steak? Okay. Break it down like you told me last night. Sing. Okay. I'm not sure how much trouble I get in for explaining Shh. the steak like this. You think Beryl's watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the butcher in, uh, who runs all the butcher departments at Gourmet Glot, who happens to be my brother-in-law, so he gets to yell um, at me. Rabbi Beryl Wallowick, big clap out but to you. I, I developed a theory, not sure if I developed it or it's something I noticed by working in a steakhouse and eating a lot of red meat. That uh, the, uh, that's that's the beautiful. Can I just say, can we get a shot of that? Let's get a shot. <laughs> okay. All right, Mindy. I'm, I'm a firm believer away. in using the end, the end cut of the, rib, of the rib roast. What does that mean? The end cut, well, the rib is seven bones, and most places sell the first cut, which is the big, massive eye. It looks gorgeous, has less fat, it has less intricate muscle fat, but it's a nice big eye, and most people sell this first cut. It's slightly more expensive, it's slightly more preferred, and it is more flavorful. But I just always find the end cut, the chuck side, to be a lot more tender. And I can make up for uh, flavor with the seasoning I put on it. So I always prefer this. Kids will eat this easier. Older it's a people will eat this e easier. It's much more tender. Okay. And, uh, and I notice it's not drowning in marinade or covered all over with all these spices. No, I, I, let, I like to let the meat do the talking rather than masking it with a flavor. Love that. No, I nothing love against that. anybody who puts on barbecue sauce. But if you're at my table Look. and I do see you put ketchup on it, there, there is a chance I may take it away from when you. People, when I have families over and they ask me for ketchup at the Shabbos table, I'm like, no, I'm sorry, no ketchup here. Oh, that must be an Australian thing because yeah. I'm not allowed to bring ketchup to my table either. Yeah, no up. ketchup on the... Okay. And my dad's if a kid wants it, fine. Yeah. My dad oh. never allowed us to bring ketchup to the table. Yeah, it must be an Aussie thing. His dad's Aussie. I think he's gotten older, so uh, now he lets it go with the So have food. you noticed? Let's just go back to the steak because I'm so excited about this. Just, just salt and pepper. I once took a cooking class at La Marais and the chef there said that you don't need any additional seasonings on uh, steak, salt, pepper, and olive oil. So even though there are so many great spices that you can use for chicken and for fish for your grill, a nice steak, the cow did all the work, the cow and Hashem. So, you know, let's, let's uh, what, what kind of oil did you just brush on there? I actually olive don't use olive oil because I just, I just find on the so grill it has it's a high, high searing uh, yeah. heat. It burns uh, a little, but what's that? This is actually canola oil. Canola, a little oil. 
Okay, great. That looks Dab gorgeous. I cannot wait. I actually barbecue with a, a, a thermometer so thermometer. I can get that exactly 120 yeah. degrees, like medium rare. I try to medium. eyeball it or sometimes I sous vide it, then finish it on the grill. Oh, sous vide is a hot. Sous vide is not for today. That's like <laughs> six hours of cooking a steak in a bath of water. <laughs> Apparently, it's very good. It is. I did have one at um, Milt at... Uh, in Chicago a couple of weeks ago doing Sheva Brachot. And next week's show, we'll hear from uh, Brian Greicher. Um okay. So the rib steak is somebody comes in, they want a great steak, and yeah. price is not an issue. I'll, I'll tell them, sure, no problem, a rib steak. Even in the non-kosher world, rib steak is the most premier, It's a premier piece, that yeah. and the filet. Yeah. So we tell them, you know, grab a rib steak. This can actually feed easily two people. This is a about... Easily. This is about... Three. Now this, well, depends whose size. <laughs> it, feeds, it feeds one and a half hertzes, barely. It would but feed uh, four nachmans. Right, so what, what I'm doing with this is I'm leaving it off the side, off the heat. It's not directly on heat. I'm going to let it slow cook and, come and get up to a certain temperature to about 130, 140. And Sh then show them your equipment there. And over here I have a thermometer that if I want, try to figure out where it's holding. Well, it's about 60 degrees now. But it's got to uh, like double that. Well, here's a really an oven thermometer. I just brought it because I had it with my barbecue equipment. But if you, if you want to know exact, I know people come into the butcher department and they always want to know how long do I cook this, you know, this cut. It's very hard to tell you. I couldn't tell you this goes for two hours and you're done, especially if you're not doing it well done. If something's well done, you pop it in the oven, you, sh you seal it, and you're good to go. But if you're looking for something to be rare or medium rare, like a steak or a roast, they're always asking... Uh, you know, how long? It's, it's very hard to tell with fat caps. Depends on the fat cap on the meat. Depends how hot your oven is. Convection oven. So I always tell them, use a thermometer. Use an oven thermometer. They're not that expensive. They're like 10, 15 bucks, not even. You pop it in. It'll you set the temperature you want it at. You can look online. It'll tell you what temperature is what, what doneness, and you're done. That's the best way to gauge the doneness of your food. Doneness. I, I know. I use that word all the time. Um, is doneness a word, Miriam? It is now. Doneness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doneness. No, no word is doneness. Not in Australia. <laughs> or America. We make up words. And they I know. Get added I make up words dictionary. all the time. Like kosher food traveling. That's not if like real English. If you hashtag it enough on Instagram or on Twitter. It'll, it'll be real, right? It'll, it'll make it to a <laughs> website. Like hashtag kosher talk radio. That's my hashtag. There's like 50 people that have used it. I'm like, woohoo. So now, now knowing our timing, okay. we have about an hour left to the show. You have an hour roughly. left to the show. And we got so about two so minutes left of this segment. So, so I'll, I'll act as if. An hour from now is our is our food time. That's okay. the time we're serving. We're gonna sit at ten twenty and we're gonna eat this food. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna leave stuff here. I'll rotate the hot dogs a little, and then in about five minutes I'll start with other cuts of meat. Okay, and so I'll, I'm we'll move on to the next one. I'm I'll gonna be you. having some chit chats with other guests, right. and then we're gonna check back with Mendy right. because we want to know what's going on, how he's changing things up. So uh, I'm gonna go over there back okay. and walk about, and. Thanks for you visiting. You I'll need a cold a drink, Mindy? I'll get one. I have my wife. We, we have people <laughs> here to... We, ha we have assistants here to <laughs> help us. <laughs> okay, give it up for everyone here, the whole team. So, and this is hers. <laughs> okay, we're going back to the table. All right, I'm popping up back on I my seat. I am just going to take a little man. sip of cold water. It is one of those... Beautiful hot days. People don't always like them, but I'm Aussie. Remember that. We like hot days. I've got some cold water from Gourmet Glass. Mm -mm. I've got my cold water. Okay, so um, 
It's very exciting um, when one travels to Israel and we get very excited about the food that we see and we buy tons of it and nobody's on a diet and you just eat and you eat and you eat and you go to the shuk and you eat and you buy and you find this bakery in the shuk kind of like I think it's on Agrippas and Dahlia will uh, correct me if I'm wrong but um, there's this store called Marzipan. Now you first think marzipan. I don't like marzipan. It's an almond paste. It's in a lot of uh, bakery goods. But then you realize they sell the world's best rogalach. And I know that I can say that because I've sold rogalach on QVC. <laughs> and this kind of like is the best, most delicious, I don't even know, bakery product that you can find in Israel. But we now have it in Gourmet Glut. So welcome. Can I bring Dalia on? Come on down. Hey. How's it going? All right. Pop, pop on up. Oh, before we be... I'm still par, but I know these are par of any case. Yes, but they are. Hi, welcome. Hi, Naomi. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. This worked out. This really worked out great. Yes, it did. <laughs> and the weather's perfect. The weather's great. Okay, so I'm just going to, like, we have to... This is what we do on QVC. As soon as you get on set, you break open the, the package and you show it to everybody. Okay. Look at this, okay? Can we get close-ups on these shots? Okay. It's for breakfast. It's for breakfast. I'm gonna use my line, layer upon layer upon layer of flavor here. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna need a napkin after this. Oh, Look at we this. Have, we have, oh. Okay, I'm gonna just break it open towards the camera. Look at that ooey gooey filling. Ooey gooey filling, I love it. Oh my gosh, I'm going straight for it. Go for it. Baruch Hashem. It's all right. Amen. Oh my God. <laughs> It's a taste of Israel. Isn't it amazing? Mm. Okay. Someone better talk. Jamie, I'm going to need a napkin. Here you go. Thank you, Jamie. My producer, Jamie Turkel, the producer of today's Table for Two. This is so like good. I, I needed a moment. I'm sorry. I need that moment. Oh, this is so good. We're going to pass them out to some people in our audience as well. Yeah, people have been asking when they were standing in line. Okay, so um, I'm going to just take one. But look at the beautiful packaging. Comes nice and sealed all the way from the Holy Land. It tastes like the shuk. You hear those rolling carts? That's people filling up their wagons with rogalach. <laughs> they can have it tonight for dessert. They mm. can have it like you for breakfast. Mm. They can have it any time during the day for like snacks. Mm. Mm. You know, my mm. kids, they leave it, by, they leave it in the sorry. freezer and I'm they just, just take it out. Face. Mm, delicious. Okay. When I met you a few weeks ago at um, Gomeglad in Cedarhurst, I posted the picture and someone said, instead of flowers that week, they're buying them their wife a box of marzipan. We get Rogalach. that all the time now. It's so cute. Yeah, like people, people bring them for Shabbos as Shabbos gifts to, you know, to their guests. Like everybody's like, oh, look what I got. And like I get all these text messages all the time. Look what I got for Shabbos. Look what I got for Shabbos. So it seems to be like that's like a great, you know, a Shabbos present or like, you know, I know it's still the summer, but you know, the Chagim are coming up and if you want to bring it, Enter present and like you know it's like such like well, for a sweet new year i love it and you right. know what i like we've got like i hate to mention the three weeks but it's the perfect thing to actually break a fast on correct right we can't exactly have flashic <laughs> after the fast so i always try to have a bakery product and a glass of cold milk that first sip and right. then we go into our meal but this is this is what i'm going to be breaking my exactly. fast on <laughs> that's great now let's talk about the beginning, marzipan, the history itself. When did it end up in the shulk? All the way to how did it end up in Gourmet Glut? 
Okay, so it ended up in the Shook in 1986. So okay. right now it's the, you know, Marzipan Bakery is run by two brothers, mm -hmm. Itzik and Shlomi Ozako, and they took over their father's business when their father, you know, retired. Um, and he, you know, their father came from Turkey to Israel when he was four years old, and he was always very interested in baking. And he learned the, the baking traits from, like, numerous bakers like around you know around Israel and around like and he took like all his things and he always worked as busboy and just learning techniques and learning how to do it so when they have you know now the shook has become a very popular you know the shook is unbelievable you know I did exactly. my radio show from the shook right I saw that I did that was amazing actually watch it on the YouTube channel on Nachem Siegel Net or on the Aussiegelme.com. It's on the homepage. So it's like amazing. Every Friday there's like lines and lines of like these yeshiva students who go and buy boxes and boxes of marzipan to bring, you know, to families who actually want to have them for Shabbos. Yeah. And also, you know, they buy like hundreds of them to bring home back to America because everybody's like obsessed with it. So everybody's always asking, it's you can show me like why don't you sell it in America? Why don't you sell it in America? Why don't you sell it in America? They so they're trying and not bothered with it. Right, but they, but, but they to the next level. Exactly. So, you know, now with like the right business partner and the right, you know, marketing system, it it actually it's working and it has like surpassed anything that they can imagine because we started, you know, with selling them only in Gourmet Yeah. Like now everybody in America like you know we get calls till Vegas and everybody wants it and everybody needs it and everybody wants it tomorrow so you know we have just had very like crazy crazy when crazy you inquiries. make when you make a good product everybody wants to be a part of it a hundred percent you were first a uh, couple years ago it must have been a year and a half ago Melinda and I Where's Melinda Strauss, my partner in crime from kitchendustation.com. We were walking around. Right, um, I remember seeing you. Do you remember you. seeing us? That gorgeous Instagram post Melinda did. Right. And we were walking around Kosher Fest. Correct. And we were like, could not tear ourselves away from right. the marzipan. I remember that. And we were like, like stuffing our faces. So we actually tested the market at Kosher Fest at that time. And the response that we got that day, I mean, it was like, it was like three days. The response that we got was like mind-boggling. We were on everybody's blogs, on everybody's, you know, Instagram, news, ev like Facebook. That's all anybody talks about, like, oh, marzipan's here, marzipan's here. Like, but they're not going to be able to do it. They've tried so many times, they're not going to be able to do it. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, You'll take care of it. So I you're the is. marketing director? Yes, I'm the we, marketing director. Dahlia's done a great job, because the minute we, we both started posting, everyone right. was commenting, all your right. friends, all right. my friends. Right, right. It's such a great thing. So once, like, everybody is like, oh, my God, we want it, we want it, we want it, you know, that's when we, like, you know, Kosher Fest was really for us to test the, mar the U.S. market. And when everybody was like, are you coming tomorrow? We're like, okay. So then we went back to the drawing board, you know, looked at all our, you know, shipping, you know, companies and how we can bring it here the fastest, best way. And now it's, it, it is. It's here. It's going great. It's like Iraq and Gourmet Glass. It's got, you know, it's everywhere. So I'm so proud of it. you guys. You got a big shout out from our, from our audience. And audience, just a reminder, if you're all here, sign up. I see uh, Chef Albert Bijou from the Coffee Bar is here. Simon Springer, foodie, foodie expert is joining us here today. Um, please, everyone, join us at the in the raffle. Sharon Glick. She runs the amazing 
Facebook group, Kosher, Co- Inspire Me Kosher. That's my cousin. Oh, your cousin. That's so she cool. That's, she's got, it's grown like crazy lately, Sharon. Amazing. Well done. So all, everyone, go over. Sign up. Goldbergs, go sign up. You could win these amazing prizes. Marzipan Rogalach. We're giving away a whole bunch of packages. Mishpacha Magazine. Uh, Six-month subscription. Abel's and Hyman's Meats. Perig Spices. Natural and Kosher. Sponsor of Table for Two. Um, Go make like a certificate. Wine from Royal Wine Corporation. A barbecue grill from AHC in Cedarhurst. And the cookbook Celebrate by Elizabeth Kurtz. Uh, so everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you for you coming, for Dahlia. Thank Let's you for keep the me. dialogue going. For sure. Are we going to get other flavors? We hopefully will. We, you know, we're taking a trip to Israel um, in the next few weeks. Uh, do you need me to come and do some taste testing? Because you know I'm, I'm always ready. Back. I think I'm going to bring some flavors back. You know, for you know, look so out for us for Kosher Fest. We'll okay. Be there. We cannot and wait. Clear, and I can't wait to see you. Yeah, and after Koshivas, you'll come back and we'll check in again and we'll, wait, we'll, and we'll, do we'll that see again. what's going on with For you sure, because we have a lot, a lot of exciting programs coming up, you know, with lots of food bloggers and magazines and programs. Everybody who wants to be part of the Marzipan excitement. Yeah, well, well we are first on table for two. Yes, you are. The first one here. And Excellent. we have lots of exciting things coming up. So, Tyler, come sh- again. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat Thank shalom. you so much Thank for coming. You. I hope you're going to stick around. Yes, I will. Um, you know, it's, I'm going on walkabout, so just follow me. You know, it's always fun to, um, to uh, do fun things at a barbecue and including, you know, even coming and preparing for a barbecue, coming to Gourmet Glart, walking up and down the aisles, um, preparing for your barbecue. I got everything here uh, from Gourmet Glart except the table setting itself. The flowers are from Gourmet Glart, uh, Debbie's flowers. Uh, thank you for the beautiful, beautiful um, setup of this arrangement. Um, and as well, we have um, D Squared, um, Devorah and Dina. Uh, sent, uh, I told them I want to do a barbecue table and they said, you've got to do the traditional, don't go crazy funky, get traditional, but do some cute accessories. So you can either rent some stuff or you can go down to um, Amazon, go to Amazon or Amazing Savings and just get like cute little fake plants and, and like, or little cactuses or even real cactuses, a red checkered tablecloth. You should buy one and just keep it because that way really enhances your tablecloth. And then we even have some beautiful wooden um, charges so you can get those online as well. And of course, the beautiful paper goods, literally. I love a little sparkle. Uh, I'm into silver. So um, we are using the gourmet glut plasticware that you can buy here and you can buy some beautiful plastic glasses as well. I'm actually using my uh, silver glasses for um, my wine glasses from um, the Kosher Food and Wine Show. I'm just going to check in with Mendy. Jamie, Jamie, I'm going to go back to Mendy, check in with Mendy and then we're going to have Gabriel Geller. Look what I bought, Gabriel. I got the wine shaker. I don't have any ice though. We can organise that. We're going to be having some wine and cocktails right here on table for 2CK. We are going to have a field day today. <laughs> Usually ZK and I eat our way through each show, but today we're going to be sharing with everybody. So ZK, we'll have to share with the audience. So everyone, go over, put your name in the raffle to win those prizes, and I'm checking back with Mendy. Hey, Mend. Hello. <gasps> How's everything going? Very good. Okay, everything looks superb. So we've got some veggies back on the grill. We're putting them up there to keep warm, right? Keep warm, yep. And I just want to... Uh, Jake Tao, thank you very much for coming. The barbecue's awesome. 
We're queuing up over here. Okay. What's for dinner tonight? I don't know because we're going to eat this now. <laughs> yeah. If you're not flashing by 11 a.m., you're not living life. Nah, that's right. Oh, my God. She's <laughs> that's funny in front of Miriam. Okay. All right. How's our, how's our steak? Our steak is slowly coming up to temperature. I We're leaving it, it off the heat. It's slightly off the oh heat. Okay. Why, why, why are we keeping it off the heat? Because? So it can slowly cook. And then at the end, just sear it, and it'll be a lot more tender mm. rather than, and it'll cook through better. There's a couple ways to cook, r you know, medium rare. I like my steaks rare, medium rare. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. about 100 and, I'm going to make up a number, about 130 degrees no, roughly. No, 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 120. 120. Bosh, okay. 120 degrees is medium rare? No. That's rare. rare. So medium rare would be? Okay, okay I'm not great. Thank you, Bosch, <laughs> master griller himself. Right, so I want to get to that temperature, but I want more of an even cooking. I want top to bottom to be rare. Now, when you, go, when you put a steak on the grill on a high heat yeah. and the middle reads as 135, the, it's actually just the center because you're really graying out and searing the outside. You get a nice band in the middle. What I'm trying to accomplish is getting just the outside seared and top to bottom to be that 130, 135, so it's a complete it. actual rare. What's this over here? These are sausages? These are sausages. These are gourmet, so gourmet, gourmet glass, glass sausages. makes their own sausages? Correct. Awesome. You know, I bring my sausages from Australia. Now, they're in the freezer section of gourmet glass, so okay. a lot of people miss them. But I know in the past couple years, Jack's and all these companies, and they're, and they're good. And Abel's and Hyman's. And Abel's and Hyman's, all making these sausages. I actually love the Chipotle sausage. and From well which company? From Abel's and Hyman's. Abel's and Hyman. Very popular. I just pawn them off as hot dogs and nobody knows and then their mouth is on fire. Ah but they're very good. You're mean, but nothing like a cold <laughs> beer to shake that down afterwards. Nothing after like a cold beer to shake it off. But uh, these, the gourmet glass sausages is what I find the advantage over any of the sausages that you buy that's pre-packed and vacuum in a meat department is that these are, while they're frozen, they're fresh frozen, which means they're ground meat, they're raw. You can't eat them. Right, any I'm other hot dog or sausage, I take them out of the package and I'll eat them as well. is. I get very funny looks from my from my kids, why are you eating a raw hot dog tati? But these are actually cooked. You're just heating them up on the grill. Yeah, it's like it's like deli. It's basically. like deli. It's a yeah, I like to call them salami sticks. Salami sticks. Oh, I've been Abel's and Hammer makes great salami yes, sticks, they garlic do. ones. And I put those okay. on the grill too. But well, the advantage of these sausages is they're actually real raw sausage, and they're a nice Italian flavor. Now, what flavored. skin is that? These are. That's really hard to get. These are not synthetic. These are actually meat casings we get them <gasps> from australia i believe or we whoa were. see aussies know best they just have a lot of they have a lot of lamb that they slaughter i think most of the cases come from lamb oh, but cool. they have real sauce they have real casings which means they pop nicely when you eat them There's you know in australia we actually prick it before you put it on the barbecue well because you don't want it to spray i i like that little surprise when you pop in uh, your yes burn your face <laughs> we've had a few of those burn in your faces so what flavor sausages well they're open-ended which is why oh, I don't. okay oh, okay fine we have a gourmet glass sells a chicken, a turkey, a lamb, a veal, and a beef Italian sausage. So can you make me one of each? Because I really want to eat them. Sure. We're going to pop them all on the grill now, and I'm going to sear them nicely. This, they still may be a little raw in the middle, and I'm just going to pop them on top like I do the hot dogs. At home, I make these. I put them on when they're solid frozen, and it just cooks the outside on the grill. It crisps them up, and then I just leave them on top, and they warm up and cook through, and they're very juicy. 
Uh, they look amazing. My siblings come over to my house and they, they just finish these off before they start. This is like the, uh, the, nuts, the appetizer. The, the, the ap that's actually a very cute idea. Serve so some appetizers, maybe some um, slice these up on the bias and put them with toothpicks and people can just have them. I see Miriam's opening a nice bottle of cold wine for me. I am just so in the mood for that right now. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so they look really terrific. Right. We're going to head back over to our table. Uh, in, uh, to our... Our beautiful barbecue table. Okay, Mand, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Look, just show them that. Just get on that. See, that's it's searing it's nicely. Okay. Have you noticed it's not really cooking? It's off the heat. It's just warming up. Okay, remember, we've got to start eating that at 1020. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay, yeah. I have Gabriel Geller here. Hi. We've got Royal Wines. Let's see if this microphone works. Yeah, it uh, does. Yeah, yes, it does work. <laughs> so we have our beautiful table. Would you like to join me at this table? Oh, definitely. We're going to like sit. It's beautiful. It's and really we're going to drink some cold wine on this beautiful day. Um, I hope all our audience is signing up for our raffles. How amazing are these raffles? Oh, yeah, it's incredible. And we have Let's something see, uh, from Royal Wines as well. Yeah, beautiful weather. Okay, great talk table. To me. I'm so. I brought a few uh, wines today. Um, when you told me about this uh, barbecue show, I was like, well, you know what? When you're talking about wines for barbecue, I mean, <laughs> it's basically everything. It's basically everything. There is no particular rule. Uh, I mean, you need some wines, some refreshing wines, of course, because it's pretty hot, to be honest. Especially today. Oh, yeah, especially today. Uh, so, of course, I brought a white wine, I brought a rosé, an amazing rosé, something very special. Fantastic. Uh, and um, you told me about uh, something that would be nice for cocktails. So, I brought actually a cocktail wine. Oh! Uh, you probably have heard about sangria many times, yeah, but yeah. I've had that too. So, we have a sangria wine, uh, which is from Spain. Original, oh. the, the original thing, the LV so Sangria. So we actually don't need this? Over here. Yes, we do. Oh, great. We do. Uh, you can drink this wine uh, on its own uh, as a sangria, but you can, you can also mix it with uh, fruit juice, such as orange juice. Uh, you can mix it with, uh, with Sprite. I actually brought a uh, Sprite. You can do that with 7-Up or any other uh, brand of soda. We're not... Uh, uh, we're not picky. <laughs> exactly. We're not picky. You know, we call Sprite in Australia lemonade. We don't okay. have real lemonade. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. So let's let's talk about our first wine. Oh, that looks sure. good. So um, I think we should start with the rosé. All right. I think so too. Okay. So I'm gonna pour you. Okay. So oh, oh no! Beware, this we have glass a cracked glass. You know it's muzzle. Exactly. Okay. Throw that one out. This glass is cracked. It's okay. I only have so two thousand more. <laughs> you hear the train? That's the train bringing customers right here to Gourmet Glut. Destination shopping event, even from all around the five towns. Love it. We are having a party and waving on our train. We so. should play that song, Hine Rakevet. <laughs> Hine Rakevet. Oh, okay. yeah. I won't sing. <laughs> okay, what are we drinking here? So what we have here is, uh, is very special. Uh, of course, uh, summer is the, the best uh, season for rosé, but you should be, uh, you should be comfortable uh, drinking rosé 
year-round. It's really delicious. Uh, this specific rosé is Chateau Rubin, Côte de Provence. Oh, I could not repeat that for a hundred bucks. <laughs> Chateau Blanc. So it's from France. Uh, Côte de Provence is, uh, is the region there, uh, which is thought of as the birthplace of rosé. Uh, I mean, it, it's an amazing wine. It's so refreshing. Uh, uh, smell it now. It's so fragrant. Oh, love it. It smells of summer. I smell oh, yeah. summer in my glass. So, so what's particular about this wine, especially, is that it's the only uh, classified growth, cru classé in French, uh, from Côte de Provence, that it is made kosher. It's the first time that we make it. Uh, I believe, in my humble opinion, I think it's the best kosher rosé on the market. Uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. If it's not the best, it's certainly one of the best. Uh, it's really, it's really something special. So okay, Chaim, and now we make, I think my now my third bracha for the show. Oh, okay. Oh, this is. Oh my God! It's like a burst of flavor. Woo! Oh yeah. Tingling flavor. Oh my glands are like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> it smells of summer and spring uh, and spring flowers, cherries. Strawberries, uh, it's so tart, vibrant acidity that cuts through anything. I mean, uh, we're gonna have uh, sausages, steaks. Right. Um, some of the, some of some of those foods, as delicious as they are, they have a certain amount of fat, and uh, this type of wine cuts through the fat. Mm. It, it, it makes things so much more uh, enjoyable. That uh, is the, the whole thing <laughs> about wine and food pairing is to enhance each other. So you enhance the food experience and the food enhances the wine experience. Well, food without wine is just, you know, oh a little yeah. boring. So, <laughs> by the way, speaking of which, uh, uh, next week on Monday, we have uh, our KFW event of the summer. I know. The it's this coming, this, coming this coming Monday. This coming Monday, July 18, um, at the Lighthouse at the Chelsea Piers. Um, it's uh, all. I it's an amazing event. We are bringing Tirasur from California. Oh, so lucky! With uh, Herzog Wine Cellars bringing their whole portfolio. There will be library wines. Uh, the winemaker Joe Holliman will be there. Oh, I uh, love Joe. It it's going to be absolutely awesome. You can still get ticket on uh, KFW yeah. KFWNY.com, uh, and all the benefits uh, are going to renewal. So it's oh, an amazing kidney, organization. The yeah, oh, exactly. I did I did actually a cooking demo for them last year. I love um, Josh Derm is very involved yeah. uh, with the renewal. That is such a wonderful event to be happening and the oh proceeds yeah. going to the most wonderful cause. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, very nice. I, I'm actually going to be really sad I have to miss it. Oh. I'm working with Susie Fishbine next week. Wow. I'm going to the Camp Nesha to the Susie Fishbine and Friends Culinary Institute. I'm the friend along with wow. Eitan Bernath and Paula Scheuer. And we are doing a cooking camp in Camp Nesha Shoshanim. So I'm going to be away the whole week cooking with kids next week. So I'm really sad I'm going to miss this event. But I'm, I'm going to a good cause. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be awesome for you too. Yeah, I, I know. know but but I, when I saw the date, I'm like, darn. So everyone, make sure you're there. I'm going to live vicariously through all my people and friends that are going to be Instagramming from there. Let's move along to our next wine. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so we've... Not we'll replace that one. I'm going to put yeah, that up there. Put the glass away. Okay, now let's take the one. next wine. What have we got? Okay, so we have the Tabor Adamatu Zohar from Israel. Uh, it's a very special blend, very unique. Uh, I'll tell you what, the grapes in this, uh, in this wine are Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, Roussanne, and French Colombard. 
so that's, that's a very blend. unique. It's a blend. It's a okay. white blend. Oh. Very flavorful, very special. Okay, let's go. The, you know, this is going to be so good with the chicken that Mendy's going to grill. Mendy, we're still going to be um, grilling chicken? Yeah. Great. So I, I would imagine this would go really well with chicken and vegetables. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Would go with salads, with dips, yeah. chicken. I've got I, I mean, made here. Vegetable. I made here a salad. Amazing. Simple. Ch uh, cherry tomatoes and arugula because arugula is in. It's the one of the in-season vegetables right now. Um, fruit salad, potato salad, coleslaw. Every single ingredient is from Gourmet Glut. Perfect. A light Amazing. dressing with fresh lemon and salt and a little bit of olive oil. Would be fantastic. Oh, yeah, it would be delicious. And these will all be perfect with our wine. Again, the chaim. The chaim. Smell it. Smell it. I mean, it's oh, so flavorful. Mm. Honeydew, lemon. A little acidy, right? Yeah. Acidy and sweet. Uh, uh, until I taste we it. We have some sweet notes on the nose, but it's a dry wine. Oh, yeah, this is lovely. Fruity. Mm -hmm. See, when you said the, the, the melon, did you right? Honeydew. Honeydew. Some um, uh, citrus flavors as well. He's got one keen palate <laughs> over there. Oh my gosh. I cannot taste all the different things, but when you say fruity notes, I can get that that's a fruity note. But it, it doesn't matter. What I taste is what I taste. But the only thing that does matter is that you like it. It's so good. Okay, I'm loving this. Okay. So, yeah, those, so this is from um, Tabor Winery in Israel. Uh, Tabor is one of the largest wineries in the country, but they put a lot of focus on, on quality. Uh, it's located at the foot of uh, Mount Tabor, hence the, okay. the name. And uh, it's uh, one of the only wineries in Israel that uh, have a, a, vineyard, uh, a vineyard manager who is, uh, who is really an expert of, uh, of types of soil, the types of grapes that grow the best in, uh, in those uh, different types of soils and climates. It's northern Israel, right? Northern Israel. Northern Israel. A it's about 20 minutes from uh, Tiveria. Okay, 20 minutes. It's a lot of bas, bal, basalic. What's that in, in Hebrew, in English? I, I only know this from yeah. Jag. So yeah. I learned the word in Hebrew because I had some Israeli winemakers. Uh, basalt uh, soil. Yeah, basalt from soil. Uh, absolutely. From they have different types of soils in the vineyards, but basalt, of course, uh, very is one of the main ones. Yeah. Limestone Israel. as well, choke. Uh, volcanic soil, uh, but uh, basalt is uh, is really uh, is really one of the main uh, of the main soils that you can find in that region. Can I? We're going to talk about you, Gabriel, for a minute. Sure. You are so knowledgeable about <laughs> wines. So how did you get started? Were you one of these young adults that you know started young to try? Yeah, you, you can say that. How, how did you, you get it? You, you you're amazing. Thank you. I'm very uh, impressed. I'm trying. Right? <laughs> he's, you know, Jay's got years on him and he's amazing as well, but like you're a young guy. <laughs> well, I, start, I started very young, actually. Well, I, I was born and grew up in Switzerland where we have different laws as, uh, <laughs> as far as comes to uh, uh, wine and beer, legal age and etc. Right, what's the legal age in Switzerland? So for wine and beer, not uh, hard alcohol, but for wine and beer, the legal age is 16. Ah! Beat the Aussies. The Aussies is 18 yeah, for everything. Exactly. You're 18, you can buy it all. Exactly. Okay. So uh, when I was 16, actually, I went to uh, work for that uh, big wine importer in Switzerland during the summer. And uh, that's where I, uh, I, I, uh, I fell in love uh, with wine and got interested. And I went to work there many times. And I worked in Israel. And I worked 
uh, all over the world as a consultant and, uh, until I came to work for uh, Royal Wine. So I've had uh, quite a few years uh, in the business. It's unreal <laughs> because, yeah, you, you can pick things out that, like, I've had a lot of guests on my wine, you know, a lot of talking about wine and, and Jay and has brought in so many people and they talk, but you can talk real, like, pick something out <laughs> and you present it and I'm like, yes, I can taste that. Like, it's, a, it's amazing. Like, I, I, are you a good cook? Am I a good cook? Ah, I'm okay. I'm okay. My wife is a much, much better cook. Wait, didn't <laughs> you guys meet through the whole food industry? Through the, the, through the wine. Through, through the, the wine. wine. Isn't that through so romantic? Wine, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to you, Yael. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so what are we <laughs> moving on? Okay, so uh, next, uh, next wine. Uh, I think we should go with the dry before right? we go we with like the cocktail, dry red wines. which will be our dessert sure. wine. I'd like to maybe give some to our hostess with the mostess, Miriam. <laughs> Hello, Miriam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let, let's... Uh, do we have enough glasses, Jamie? We've got that box of glasses. Yes, Nothing we have, left? We have two more glasses yeah, we over here. No way. Oh, my God. Okay, that's all right. We've got these two here. And I'll just finish these, so exactly. no problem. Exactly, we'll manage. You can just pour out the, the white. Yeah, and pour out. Jews do not waste wine. Come on. We exactly, just skull exactly. it down. You know, but we, we got to do what we got to do, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Spin, spin, spin. Where's the, the front. There you go. Keep going. Okay, we're turning it around. It's very hard on set. Okay. <laughs> Here. Okay, thank you. There you go. Gabriel, you solved the puzzle for us. <laughs> Everyone who's here, make sure you sign up for the raffles over there. Yoni, raise your hand under the tent with ZK. Okay. All right. So. Now we photographed our wine. This one is a classic. Uh, a when classic. we talk about barbecue, burgers, mm. uh, kebab, sausages, stuff like that. Uh, uh, the Baron Herzog uh, Zinfandel uh, from California. Uh, is simply a classic. It's the perfect pairing. It's the ultimate uh, wine for uh, for meat at the barbecue. Uh, so let's uh, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's go for it. I want this with steak. I've got, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna be sitting right here. I've got all my lines wind up. I'm actually not gonna fit. And then I'm going to try them all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <gasps> can you this pick awesome. any, uh, any aromas on the nose, okay. maybe? I got to... I'm clearing my nose. It's got floral notes. Is that possible? A little bit. A yeah. little bit. I don't know. Cherry? Cherries, uh, ripe strawberries. That's very typical of, yeah. uh, of Zinfandel. Oh, this is so good. Like very and I'm ripe, not, crushed I'm not berries. A big... Um, red wine drinker. I love my white, so I'm going to just see. I've had this before, but I have to remember what it is. Mm. Swishing it around. Definitely has the tannins, right? Which is, explain what the tannins are. Okay, so tannins come from um, different things in wine. It's mainly in red wine. Uh, it comes from the, from the skins of the grapes and uh, from also the seeds. And uh, when uh, the wine is aged in oak barrels, such as this wine, uh, it also comes a little bit from uh, the oak, from the wood uh, of the barrels. Um, the, the tannins are what uh, dries out uh, your mouth 
uh, when you drink the, the wine. Um, they come, of course, uh, as part of the balance and the structure of the wine, as we call it. Uh, and uh, it's one of the main uh, factors to allow wine uh, to age. What do you mean by age? What do I mean by age? Uh, well, some wines, the good wines, uh, can age, can get better with time, with a few years in the cellar. Uh, some wines uh, will be able to age for two, three, four years, some for five, six years, some for 10, some for 15. Uh, it, really, uh, it really varies from one type of wine to another. And uh, well, this one is not meant for long-term aging. Okay. There's no really real point in that. But it's a it's a good red wine, and uh, the 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 tannins also uh, give some of a bite uh, that goes perfectly with meat. Okay, we're drinking. So delish. It's just so pleasant. Yeah, it's and very, very pleasant. easy to drink. Not high. Acidy, tanniny taste, just the right amount. All right, let's try. Let's we got to move now along. Let's go to the to the sangria. The sangria here. All right, sangria beauty. Okay. Okay. You know who makes a really good sangria? Cork and Slice, that restaurant in Cedarhurst. Oh. I want to just a little shout out to them. Amazing food, fresh pastas and. I heard salad. about them a lot. I really have you to check them out. You must go there. So a big shout out, and also to a uh, Marani in. Um, Queens, yeah. they also make a really good sangria. Yeah. Also really good food, but I really like the sangrias while we're talking about sangrias. <laughs> if you go to either of those two restaurants, order all their food and their sangria. All right, I'm done. <laughs> all all right, right, let's fantastic. try this sangria. Let's move on. Okay, do we have, that's a glass there. I think there might be. Yeah. All right. I'll just have to finish this one. Yeah. I've got my glass also here. So it's I don't want to drink too much. I do have a show to pull off, but I've got a lot to eat. What's so it? let's try a little bit without adding anything. And then, actually, I see we have some uh, nice, uh, is it oranges? Uh, uh, it's like peach. It's fine. It's yeah, good, great. actually. And we've got the Sprite over and we've there. We've got the Sprite. We can, we, we Jamie, can, we can, can we get both. the Sprite? Yeah, it's okay, Jamie. She is my amazing producer. I love her. You are so awesome to work with. Without Jamie, this show would be uh, a little uh, not more stressful. She put together an amazing, smooth show for us. Uh, and the whole Nachum Siegel Network team, Miriam, CK, Yoni... Videomaven.com. Awesome. Give you a big shout out, my friend. Okay. He always makes me look skinny. So thanks for that. <laughs> okay. All right. So the Sangria Sintonia from LD Wines from Spain. Mm, uh, from let's, Spain. let's try just a little bit without anything. Plain. Just going to have a plain. Okay. Exactly. Plain. Um, do you, oh, so we have enough plain glasses? Okay. Because we can maybe get some plastic cups from inside or we think we'll be okay. It will be okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. We're swirling. We're swirling. We learn all about swirling. It opens up the wine, right? Yeah. Opens up the flavors, but don't swirl your white wine, right? You just want to swirl your red. Literally, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it smells literally like a oh fruit punch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is fruit punch. Yeah. Fruit punch with some alcohol. Yeah. I take this to the pool in the afternoon. Yeah. If I have Very a low alcohol. 7% only. Yeah, it's light. This yeah. is really good. Wait, is, is my husband still here? He should have some of this. Okay. <laughs> we'll take it home. Oh, yeah, definitely. And okay, you should also finish yum. the other ones on, on, on Shabbos. Oh, yeah, don't you worry. This wine will be well oh, taken yeah. care of. <laughs> You're going to okay. have a grand time with those. Um, also, what import what's important about this wine, also about the Baron Herzog, but uh, um, this sangria is mevushal. So for parties uh, oh. and things like that, it's very it's You don't it's have very to watch convenient. who's pouring. Exactly. I like exactly. that. Especially yeah. we do have a lot of 
big barbecues and big parties that go yeah. on. And Beautiful. actually many restaurants in the city uh, and mm. in New York as a whole uh, uh, serve it. I love this. How much is this retail? Um, it's, you know? okay. it's under $10. Under $10? Yeah. That is a fun, fun drink. Oh, yeah. Wow, I'm really like it. I, I'm like, there's fruit all over this. Grapes it, it, and melons it's, it's and incredible. apples. Apples, I feel like I taste like a little bit of a sweet apple, not a tart apple. Very nice. Okay, right, cool. So all so those wines are very affordable. Mm. I mean, the, the, the Chateau Rubin, the rosé, which we had first, uh, is under $25. Uh, it's the same for, uh, for the Tabor. So all Zohar. these are under 25 yeah. Even Even as the, the, the Barn Herzog is more between 12 to $15 a bell. Such uh, good very value. Very affordable, inexpensive, and great value for money. I love that. I love that. Okay, so let's make our cocktail. Let's make a cocktail. And then we're going to check back with Mendy in a couple of minutes, and we're going to talk to Howie about new products that Gourmet Glut always has. Okay, so what do you... So in goes the sangria into my cocktail shaker. Every home should have a cocktail shaker. I can't remember if I told my daughter to put on her list um, for her bridal shower to get a cocktail shaker. I didn't use mine for about 20 years, but now I, like, use it all the time. Oh, Naomi Ross... Uh, Kosher, uh, kosher cooking concepts. It's very hot, Naomi. My brain is like melting. <laughs> um, amazing friend of uh, Table for Two and a frequent guest has just arrived. We are making a cocktail. So what did we put in there, my friend? Okay. So uh, you can mix it with so many things. Okay. I just poured uh, uh, Sprite. You could also add fruit juice. In this case, uh, the proportions are like... 25% uh, of, the, of the soda, and the rest is the, the sangria. And we're going to pour some peach in it? We can try afterwards, yeah. Okay, let's try it. Just Sprite and wine. Okay, great. Wait, did they take away all my wine? Uh -uh. Oh, no! It's okay, I'm it's okay. I'm sorry, it's we made him so dirty. Okay, we've got one minute left. Shake it up, baby. All right, pour it. And we are moving it on. Howie's coming to my round table with some goodies for us. Look at our beautiful spread of barbecue here today. Okay, I'm just going to try this. 25% Sprite and? And 75% Sangria from Oh, LD. fun. This is really nice. Okay, make sure you're talking to that mic. 25% Sprite, 75% Sangria. I'm loving it. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for coming. You're coming on again soon. We've got to talk Yontif wine soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, can you believe it? Time is flying, and we are flying away to our next segment, up on the big table. Um, how are we doing, man? You doing okay there, mate? Okay, we're... Where's my Howie? We're down the stretch. Whoa, run. okay. All right, I'm popping up here. I would like to think that's a little shadier here and a little cooler, but hence it's not. The smell of that barbecue. Howie, what have you bought me? Did the pops, did the pops come? Nah. Pops. Okay, my friends, we have pops, as promised. We really? Yeah, they're bringing them out, they're giving out three bucks. Are you serious? I see, I see Nancy's eating one. Nancy's, we, we got ice pops? Ice pops for everyone. Everyone in the audience, you can grab an ice pop. We are giving them out. Okay, Howie, let's talk about these ice pops. They're fantastic. It was an instant hit. First of all, when I saw the ice pops, I said, Ooh. okay, this is an item. There are seven yeah. varieties. I've got two of them here with me. Oh, let's just whack They're them They're different open. flavors. You've got carrot, mango, pineapple. This one is kale, banana, and pineapple. Oh, we ate one the other day that had peanut butter. Wonderful flavors. Seven varieties. How are you going to eat one with me? 
Oh, these two are healthy. These are super healthy. Are they? Uh, did they start? Everyone in the audience, go and get an ice pop. They're giving them out right behind They're you. They're giving them out behind you. If you left too early, I'm really sorry because these are really awesome. Okay. Go get one. They will cool you down and they are so healthy. Mel, go get one. These ice pops. Um, uh, this is the green. What are we having here? Kale, banana, you're having pineapple. Kale, banana, pineapple. Go get a free You have them at home already, right? Aren't Fre they great? Instant, instant hit. This awesome. was tremendous. Brought it in. I looked at it and I said, okay, this is an item. This is going to go. Okay, so they're dairy-free, gluten-free, fat-free, no sugar added, no artificial flavor, there's no artificial coloring. They're vegan. Vegan. A, you're talking Woo. about it's a, it's a great healthy item, a great way to cool mm. off. That's the product, available in seven flavors in the Gourmet Glot store in Woodmere and in Cedarhurst. Just so you should know, this is basic. You know how they have those juicing, how juicing is really trendy and funky um, and expensive? Well, this is the juice in an ice pop form, basically. It's rather than having to go and buy the, the kale and the banana and juice Only it yourself. Calories. It's 60 calories. It's in an ice pop. It's cool, refreshing, and it's healthy. Okay? You're not going to, this is, let's not make it uh, confusing for anyone. This is not dessert. This is not sweet. This is a savory, um, Do you have healthy, on-the-go on meal. Or after? You can have any. You can eat it around steak anytime because you can just eat steak anytime. That we can. Yes, so make we do. sure. A uh, big shout out to my neighbour Ariella who's come over. Ariella, make sure you grab some of these ice pops. They are sensational. What else have we got here okay. in the basket today? I, I have to tell you, this is. I, I, I've been selling it, but I never tried it until perhaps, I don't really? know, six or eight weeks ago. I know I always thought it was caffeine-free because it's a green lid. Right. This is iced coffee, my friends. You've got really? is this good? seven varieties. They have, this is the unsweetened. There's a caramel. There's sweetened, <gasps> lightly sweetened. Can I have a look They're at the caramel with milk, one? without milk. Here's the Skinny vanilla. vanilla latte. Here's the caramel. These are just fantastic. So this has calories. Refreshing. You're in the summer. Drink something refreshing and get some caffeine to boot. Oh, we are not afraid of caffeine. No, and they're absolutely fantastic. I really, so I don't drink hot coffee anymore. This is it. This is what I keep in the okay. fridge, in the office, in and the house. And they have zero fat. They've only got 60 calories in a cup. And, right. you know, coffee's quite filling well, on a good day. Well, that's the caramel one. And the unsweetened one, you've got 10 calories in a cup. O-U-D. Awesome. Okay. And there's nothing dairy in here. It's equipment. Okay. There's no dairy. So if okay. you're a you I'm might. Israel, I drink this. Okay. There's no dairy in here. Just equipment. I love it. Okay. Now. Shabbos. Yeah, it's Erev Shabbos and we're about to become flashy. So make sure everyone in the audience gets some ice pops. They're healthy, healthy ice pops. Don't be afraid to stock them up. Rather than giving your kids those overly, disgustingly sweet, full of sugar, colourful um, ice pops, ice you, pops. you can have, in Australia we call them ice blocks. Because this is a block of ice, really. Block. <laughs> so, so make sure you grab some of these. I love them. Okay, okay what have we got there? This Eric is called Shabbos. Miracle Challah. Okay, they came to me two weeks ago to bring the product into the store. It's a pre-done, pre-braided, pre-everything challah or challah rolls, regular or whole wheat. And you take it home, take it out of the freezer. Let it rise. It gives perfect instructions. Why is this better than any of the other brands that have been out there before? You know what? I, I, I just know that my wife tried this last Shabbos. Yeah, she and it was, it. And it it was, was amazing. fantastic. Better than all that. Absolutely anything fantastic. You've had before. It was really, really, really good. Oh, the I'm brand is Miracle Challah. We have it in currently the Cedarhurst store. I'll have it in Woodmere in, uh, in a, within a week. By within next Shabbos, we'll have it. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, you know how 
especially in the summer when it's humid and hot. Yeah. You open a package of cookies, crackers, wafers. Yeah. And literally in hours, they're stale. Yeah. Okay. These are flatbreads that come in a box. I love flatbreads. Oh, and it's two or three in a packet. You <gasps> want to take it Wait, in your purse for lunch? You go yes, please. Because I, I love flatbreads. These are sesame and sea salt. They come individually packed, so as many as you want to have, open so it. So one pack, is, it's also portion control. Forget exactly. to go and stale. It's portion control, Portion people. control, and if you're going to the office, you're going to work, you're just taking a salad a or pool. anything for lunch. When you've got to you've the got pool, got it. Hey, or the beach, the beach or club. you need a snack. Okay, I'm not promoting the beach club, but... <laughs> if <you> <laughs> <laughs> it's all from, it's all from. Okay. Um, and, and um, you know, get those hummuses that you guys sell in there, the pr or the guacamole, the right. little pre-packaged. Right. One of these, one of those, and you're good to go. Especially yeah. you run around a lot in the summer, or even during the year. Okay. We've had a lot of talk this morning about Weber Grills from <laughs> AHC. Where is she? She's still here? Uh, Sandy from AHC, Sandy, raise your Sandy. hand. Raise your hand, Sandy. Are you here? She's probably in the store shopping right now. Oh, she's shopping. She's, she's shopping. Pops. Okay. She talked about Weber Grill. I can't and even open it. Weber <laughs> <laughs> That's how okay. fresh it is. No, don't worry. We're okay. going to eat barbecue soon. We've got Two in minutes. the store, actually. Here you've got stubborn stain remover, Weber. Ah. Uh, a scrubbing pad. Oh, everything you need for barbecue right here in Gourmet Glot. Weber Great and Grill Cleaner. <gasps> Exterior Cleaner. Oh. I need that, actually, Mindy, so bad. Because I don't cover my barbecue so well. Do you see that? Oh, we got spices? Y yes, we've got you know Weber spices. We've got Weber barbecue sauce. This one is kickin' chicken. Kickin' chicken. Kickin' chicken. Susie Fishbine has barbecue. a recipe in her book called right. Kickin' Chicken. Well, she probably, maybe she created the Weber uh, No, Maybe product. she did. Maybe this is Susie's. Right. Who knows? Um, so if you're Sweet brewing tangy. on your Weber, if you want to, you're, you're barbecuing any Weber, if you want to keep it clean, you want to keep it for many, many, many years to come, we've got what it will take to keep it new, shiny, and always good, ready, and ready to use. Now, if I may, I know we're we're promoting the the uh, eat pops. The eat pops. Hashtag. We also hashtag, hashtag stay cool. I like right, that. Right. We also grab have one. Take one. Take one, ladies. Get a get a free ice pop. These are called bruella. Give, give give them out. Give them out. Great. The brula. Brula. Specialty okay. brewed bars. What does that mean? Oh, it's tea bars. <gasps> yes. Like tea when bars. you have a sore throat, you I'm so opening this up. Okay, Sorry, go ahead, open it up. I've got That's to eat, open here. this up. Like we're so hot here. Yeah, right. And this is so refreshing. I want to give one to Jamie. You know, Jamie needs next time one. we She's think about doing an outdoor barbecue, can you let's give this think to about Jamie? December. I'm loving this. Jamie needs one. She's been the best producer. A big shout out to you. Look at this. She's made me feel so at ease here. It's been a really hot day. Got a lot going on. And again, to keep it cool, there's another one, Fruisers. I love Fruiser. Okay. The company sent me about 150 of them after oh, really? Kosher Fest. Yeah. <laughs> we had them in the freezer. And my daughter's very healthy, so she doesn't like to eat a lot of junk food. And she was eating this. And they actually told me that the USDA has certified this as a fruit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good deal. So, yeah. Okay. So, that's, what I, that's all I brought out today for new items. Mm. Um, I do want to do a shout out to Debbie Flowers and say thank you for the beautiful Hi. bouquets you always give us. And the beautiful flowers we have every week in the store. Yes, and the I'm centerpiece was gorgeous. I'm at a risk that I'm on camera and I can get away with it, I'm going to out Mendy. And everyone should just know, oh, everyone just know that when you stop me in a store and you ask me what to pair with what, what sauce should I use with this kind of meat, and I'm doing this and that and the other thing, and I have that blank look on my face, I say, oh, I'm going to get you an answer right now. The call is going straight to Mendy. Mendy is my food expert. He's my go-to guy on anything you want to know in the store. 
as far as products, what to do with them, how to make it, and how to substitute any recipe that you're trying to make milchik to fleshik, what to use instead. Mendy's the go-to guy. Thank Mendy, you, Mendy. Thank you. you know, Mendy, Mendy is uh, he's kind of like a little bit along with uh, along with you as well, the face of Gourmet Glatt. Like, he's really the front line. Like, well, really he sees all your the orders. <laughs> right. I know that I've been told that Mendy, because he's very tall, he's actually taller than Yes, he is. Um, he we can actually reach over it. from aisle six to aisle seven and yes, grab stuff. Yes, he can. Stuff. I've seen him do it. So, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to actually, we're going to go check back with Mendy. Go to Mendy. You're going to eat, maybe you'll eat with me, maybe you won't, but you'll hang out at the table with us. Yes, I will. We're going to walk about. Okay, just don't want to step on anything Careful. here. All right. Mendy, I'm coming back. Let's bring the camera. Hi, guys. Hey, Everyone having on, fun? Who's proud of this guy over here? He's awesome, right? Okay, and thank you, everyone. Hey, Khani, marketing director at Gomeglat. Okay, what are we doing over? <gasps> I want to. Let's step out. Let's get a shot just on that queue because that is sensational. Now let's get a shot of Mendy queuing because he did an amazing job right here. Okay, so we're just about done. I put the burgers on last because I don't like them to dry out. Yeah, and I like my burgers medium rare. Well, chicken's done. Steak is about to come off. And the burgers will come off last. Burger, uh, hot dogs are done. Sausages are done. And now you're ready to feed your family, your friends, and you sit down. And everything's done and everything's hot. Nothing's dried out. And I think we accomplished that. Mendy, that is awesome. So um, I think we can start maybe pulling some raffles now. Right. Um, this the looks... The, the one thing I did want to... Yeah, yeah, please. You know, they tell me... The train, the wait, the train bringing out customers. Welcome to Gourmet Glatt with your little yellow shopping bags. You see people all over in New York with the ye little yellow Gourmet Glatt shopping bags. There's the train off to the Woodmere station. Oh, hey, Sandy, you're back. <laughs> we gave you a little extra shout out. She hasn't left. Now, okay. er now earlier I showed you a uh, rib steak, which everybody knows is the premier cut of meat. That, you know, you come in, you want to spend money and you want to get a good steak. And uh, that's all well and good. It's very nice. But some people, you know, you're, you're serving... You know, 15 people at a barbecue, you don't want to buy 15 pieces of steak. So I'll tell people, I'll tell customers, uh, if you want bang for your buck, there's a, cut called, there's a cut called Flat London Broil. Yeah, I love that. Which is, uh, a lot of people in the Five Towns know, is it, it, the mush steak is a very popular cut. Well, this is connected to the mush steak, so it's very similar in texture. It just has a little more sinew running through it. But if you're looking for a nice soft piece that's good on the grill, it's the flat London broil, and it's something you can slice off and feed a bunch of people. You don't have to give everybody a portion. So if you're serving hot dogs, burgers, I like to do sliders, so it's not like a full burger. They have your kid has a hot dog, a burger, a piece of chicken, and a few slices of steak and salad and a side. You're covered. I actually have a recipe. It's just completely coincidental for flat London broil in the Jewish home. So everyone here, you can grab a newspaper from around the corner that the Jewish home. Okay, so we need to move along. I'm actually going to pull raffles while we plate up okay. and go over there. Jamie, would you like to help me? Mm. Okay, she's got to put down her ice pop. Okay, Jamie, because you are the best producer and I just love working with you, we're going to work together. You're going to pull them and I will call them. Wait, but I need my sheet of notes because, you know, we're getting old and we don't remember everything these days. So this is for, where's Dahlia? Is, are, you, are you still here? How many packages of Rogalach are we giving away? Six. We have six packages. All right. Package number one goes to Shalamit Gross. Woohoo! 
Um, it can go straight to these people if they're here. If not, we'll put the sticker on them. Yoni, thank you so much for helping us. Yechiel Freud, you have also won a package. Okay, it's one per customer, so. Um, Duffy Goldberg, you have also won a package. How many are we up to? Helene Myers, you have won a package. How many are we up to? Rebecca Grossman, you have won a package. How many is that, Yon? Five and is that now six? Okay, and Jerry, Polly, and yeah, yeah, Polinecki. You have won a package of Rogalach. Okay, six month subscription to Mishpacha magazine, a very valuable prize. I actually am one of the writers for them. Every month I write a trending article. Paula Willig. Wilzig? Wine. Wilzig, Paula Wilzig, you have won a six-month subscription to Mishpacha magazine. Congratulations. Some meat, if you, have, if you won a package of Abel's and Hyman's selection of meats. Adrian Hirshhorn, congratulations. You can take those prizes home with you today. Isaac Lazerson, you have won a package of natural and kosher cheeses. I know because Isaac's a very big griller, but he's just good... He can, he can cook anything and make everything delicious. So, Isaac, you have one natural and kosher. Pereg spices. And uh, Michael, congratulations. You have one Pereg spices. Okay, a $50 gift certificate. Ah, sticky. To Lisa Kuflik. Congratulations, $50 gift certificate. To Gourmet Glut. How exciting is that? Um, to Royal Wine Cop, a delicious bottle of wine donated. To Rifka Boyd, she has won a bottle of wine and muzzled on her son's engagements. Okay. The Celebrate Cookbook is going to Linda Wurtzberger. Congratulations. All right. For our grand prize. We need a little... Is there a drum roll at all, ZK? Okay, he's looking, he's looking. But, you know, no, no stress. We're going to just... To win this AHC barbecue. Okay, it is this exact one. Okay, let's go over there. Let's have a look at the grill. I've got a winner in my hand. Okay, right here. See this gorgeous grill? Mendy, yeah, your, your back might be in it. And the winner is... Michelle Gershbaum. She lives in Ranana. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be making Aliyah with this. She made Aliyah. She's taking this barbecue with her. Michelle Gershbaum, you have won this gorgeous grill. Does somebody want to text her and let her know? No, she made Aliyah last summer or the summer before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very good. Okay. Where am I going? Here? Okay. Fantastic. All right. We are going to be sitting and eating now with Mendy. How long do we have left of our show, Jamie? About three minutes. Mendy, I'm going to sit down and with Mendy and we're going to eat this gorgeous barbecue. This has been an incredible show. I just want to thank Yoni, Jamie, Miriam, ZK, Videomaven.com, Mandy Hers, Yoli and Howie and the entire team. Sandy and Jay, without you, we would not have a grill. We would not have anything to grill this summer, to grill with these incredible products that you have done for us. Really, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mendy Kim Zetz, 
check out that Yiddish. Yiddish with an Aussie accent. How hilarious is that? Zitz. I'm just going to move. That also means zitz. Zitz, zitz means to hit somebody. Okay. Right. Okay. What have <laughs> we got? Okay. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm doing this now. I'm eating fleshic. Let's go. What have we got? We've got... We've only got like two minutes. We have to We've got fast. white meat chicken with the skin. I always grill chicken with skin. You okay. can take it Here off later. Go. It stays moist. All right. Oh, this is fun. Oh, I've already made all the brachas. I'm Mindy. I don't drink coffee. That's not about. normal. Not normal. Mm. So moist. I want. Let's go to the meat. Which one's which? Uh, these are both rib steaks. They're all rib steaks. I didn't plate the uh, London broil yet. Okay. I'm. Oh, a little bit of fat there. I'm just pulling that off. Can I just show everyone this gorgeous? Do we get this in the shot? Gorgeous piece of meat. Okay, nice and rare. My daughter says, Eliana, yeah. she said she'd take a cow through a warm room and that's how rare she likes it. Me, I like it just like this, a little medium rare. If it's not breathing, you don't eat it. Mmm, yum. <laughs> okay, this is good. Soft, flavorful, moist. Mmm. My, my, my favorite thing on the grill is always the chicken. Crispy skin, moist meat. That is outrageous. So which one is this one? That's dark meat chicken. What, Pogia? We c well, we keep the skin on. These are capons. Okay. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Guys, you're going to have to eat afterwards with me. <laughs> everyone is enjoyed to partake coffee. Kathy, we're not having coffee. Um, after this, I'm going to invite everyone to join us. This is Table for Two in the Yomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Menzi, this has been incredible. Thank you so much to everyone. Fun. I've done all my thank yous. Uh, we have music sponsored by our friends at Kenham right up until Lichbenching. I have my Kenham wines or my Royal Wines right here. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher, where quality and flavour matter. Thank you, everyone, for joining and participating. And to Gomek Light and to AHC, have a great Shabbat.